Hey everyone, this is Aaron and Juwan and you're listening to Wellness for Real People. This show is for people who are on the go, busy, and looking for ways to live their best lives. We focus on wellness topics in mindfulness, exercise, diet, and sleep, and share quick actionable tactics to improve your health and wellness. We're not perfect, but we're trying to get a little better each day. Let's grow on this journey together. You find it often when you get in a difficult conversation with somebody that your first thought, your first response, your gut reaction is to try to fix the problem. That's something that we're going to talk about today. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Wellness for Real People. My name is Aaron. I'm here with my co-host, Juwan. And today we're talking about a mental health article from the Harvard Health um, Publishing Company. And really, this one's all about mind and mood. The topic today is validation and how to defuse intense emotions. So the core um, component of this article is really around learning to listen to and validate others um, so you can help navigate those difficult conversations that we kind of teased up at the beginning of the call. The article today is by Maureen Salomon and has been reviewed by Dr. Howard E. LeWine uh, from the, uh, he's a chief medical editor at Harvard Health Publishing. So the article's good. I think it it starts off by giving a a personal example. So the article writer talks about a conversation that they had with their daughter. And, you know, the girl didn't want to go to summer camp. She was finding any kind of excuses and ways to like delay and hang back and uh, was expressing exasperation, annoyance. And, you know, every time that she tried to or or the author tried to talk to her about it, you know, the the daughter dug her heels in even more. And one of the things that she talks about is trying to use a very valuable uh, communication technique called validation. And so it's one of those things where it happens where if you practice it more often, the easier it becomes to apply. And you're going to have some rough patches along the way. You know, uh, no one's perfect, uh, but really it's, it's one way to try to defuse some of these difficult situations. So the author starts off by talking about what is validation, uh, just for reference. And so What she says is that validating someone shows that you understand their feelings and point of view, even when you disagree. I thought that was the most important part, because when we get in these difficult conversations, whether it's with a child, uh, a spouse or a coworker or a manager, whatever the scenario is, the disagreement is usually the source of the tension and the emotion and the friction. You want somebody to do something uh, and they're not doing it and they have their own reason. And so the whole point of validation is it establishes trust and helps the other person to feel supported and encourages them to be more open about discussing solutions. So, um, you know, the author then tells the example of, you know, with her daughter, she just sat with her uh, and said, hey, you really seem like you don't want to go to summer camp. And, And it's using it as an example of I hear you. And then the author says that she just walked out of the door with no need for explanation. Um, because her daughter just wasn't really in the mood and and further pushing her wasn't going to help anything. So I thought that was a good example. Uh, I've got many personal examples, as I'm sure you do, Juwan, of, of, you know, practicing this and trying to get better at this. But for me, I think this article was really a a good one for us to discuss because I'm like the one that typically tries to start thinking of a solution first. And like, if I'm having a difficult conversation with my spouse or a friend or whoever, I'm like, oh, why don't you do this? Or why don't you try that? Or you should do this instead. Like, I'm always like going to the fix mindset and, you know, not really taking the time to listen and hear them out all the way. I don't know if it's the same for you. For sure. For sure. It's definitely uh, my default uh, 
position is to try to come up with a solution as quickly as possible. And I've had to learn definitely the hard way uh, that that's, sometimes <laughs> that's just not what people want. Like, you know, sometimes f- folks just want to, like you said, feel heard. Um, and, and, and that's all that, you know, it doesn't necessarily need a specific fix. It just need, you know, people just need to vent. Right. And so I think that's really, really, this is a really, really powerful technique to, uh, and tool to help us be a little bit more mindful, you know, when we're having, like you said, these difficult or challenging conversations to sometimes just kind of take a step back and instead of, you know, fighting fire with fire, sometimes, um, just try a different approach and, and, and just, like you said, taking a second to breathe, stop, listen, and and actually just validate what what somebody's what somebody else is feeling. I thought you brought up a really good point around you know even if you disagree, like it's not necessarily about coming to a common you know understanding or agreement about a situation. It's yeah, I think it's more around just letting the other person know that you hear them, right? I, I empathize with you and your and wh- where you're coming from. I can see uh, that you're struggling with this or that this made you feel this this kind of way. I think that's just, it can be really, 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 really powerful that sometimes it takes the stress off of not thinking you have to come up with a solution, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that it's just more around just, just, just being there. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally, man. And that's like uh, kind of the next point of the article where it says many try validation, but they don't succeed specifically because they tend to jump right into the problem solving motion when really it's just, the person just needs to think about things. And so, uh, what the author says is that, you know, it's it's really about letting that validation sink in. It's like putting on like an anti-itch cream. Uh, you know, you want to let that sink in. If you try to like immediately solve the problem, it's like washing that off where you're just mm-hmm. like, you know, you're not acknowledging them. And people could sense that, like even a child can sense that when you're not really listening to them. Um, so then the article shifts into topics around how you can offer validation. Uh, so there's a couple points here that I, you know, definitely want to start practicing and putting into practice uh, as I try to adapt this and and get better at it. And one of them is giving someone your full attention. I think that one's really always, you know, a little bit difficult to do because if you're, your mind's racing, you got a hundred other things going on and maybe they're inconveniencing you with their, you know, scenario or situation or whatever it is. It's really important to not check your phone, not look around, not look at somebody else, not, you know, like look down, like, oh gosh, here we go. Or look up, like roll your eyes. It's just giving them full attention. Just let them know like, hey, I'm really listening. Yeah, I think that's super powerful, man. Like, you know, this idea when I first read the article and started thinking about the concept of validation, it it was always something verbal, right? But you, like you mentioned, the first thing and the most important thing is just it has nothing to do with the words that are coming out of your mouth. It has everything to do with just your body language and like making just being present, fully aware and present and in the situation. And, and I think that's the most the most uh, impactful thing that we can ever do with anybody, right, is, is, is just be be fully present, be fully there. And I realize this especially was when it hap- uh, as it relates to children, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like my little one, you know, I can be like you said, I can have a million things going on in my mind and things I want to get accomplished and things I want to. And and I always say it's the it's the simplest thing in the world, but sometimes it's the most challenging thing in the world is just to be fully present. And as long as I'm just you know f- fully present and engaged with my little one, you know he's he's absolutely completely completely happy, right? But he can sense, like you mentioned, when I'm when I'm not right, and 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 then he's just you know then he just starts ramping up the techniques to try to get my attention, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna tug on you. They're gonna do something like destructive. Hopefully not too bad, but you know something that's just a hey. I'm trying to get your attention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think that's just really beautiful and really powerful. It's something I want to try to do a much better job of is just like like you mentioned, just being just being fully present and aware in the situation. And that's really super powerful. Yeah. Um, the other advice was to make eye contact and nod when appropriate to show interest so that, you know, that acknowledges that you're actually listening to what they're saying and when they finish a point and then reflect what you've heard by restating their message. I think this one's tough. Because you don't want to also sound like, uh, you know, a parrot or a recording machine where you're just repeating everything that you they say, but really just giving them time. And then once they finish their complete thought to then say, you know, say something that, oh, it sounds like you feel worse about this situation today than yesterday or whatever the, the case is, uh, just to really, you know, yeah, instill that you heard exactly what they said mm-hmm. and that you listen to them. Mm-hmm. Uh and then verbalizing the unspoken, uh, such as, you know, I hear that you feel you can't get anything done because of this. It sounds like you're really frustrated. Uh, so even if they didn't say verbally that they're frustrated, but just the fact that the tone of their voice, you know, recognizing that or their body language um, is really important as well. And then the last point is just give it time to work. Uh, let that validation sink in before you try to solve the problem, because that's the problem is right there. It's like you're not listening. You're just trying to solve their problem or you're trying to, you know, push your own agenda, which is worse. Mm-hmm. Right next. And then we'll shift into um, the other topic. So on the flip side of things, you know, there's the the conversation around what if somebody's doing something bad or they have troubling behavior. And the author says that validation isn't the same as conditioning someone or condoning, sorry, condoning someone's bad behavior or frustrating behavior. It's not akin to reassuring them when reassurance is appropriate. So I think that's big. Like, I'll let you go ahead and, um, you know, share your thoughts on that. Oh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt. But yeah. No, I no think, yeah. And I think, yeah, yeah, I agree with you that, man, it's like uh, there's a huge difference between understanding where someone is coming from and agreeing with something that is absolutely, uh, absolutely wrong. And, and I think that's important because everybody has a reason for the things that they do. Right. And we may not understand, we may not understand it or relate with it, but if you can understand why somebody might be feeling a certain way, then it may open up to possible ideas around, you know, uh, uh, what triggered that or, or any type of solutions that they may be able to bring up or, or, or create, you know, themselves. And so I just think that it's really about that first step is just, just relating with someone's emotion, right. As at, at, at a human level, you know, we can get to the solutions a little bit, a little bit later or, or whether or not we agree a little bit later on, but at the end of the day, we're, 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 we're human. And, and so just trying to relate, I think is the first step in, in any yeah. conversation. Exactly. Yeah. And that's pretty much exactly what the author says too. It's like, you know, it's all about your phrasing um, in your words and things that you're saying and, condo- and, you know, conveying. So it's like, I hear that this is important to you, but it's not saying, I agree, this is really important. You know, or I can see how this has been so upsetting, difficult or scary for you versus something like, oh, yeah, no, this is, uh, you know, that's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> it's just like leaning more into it. It's just more so trying to, it's tough, man. Now, like I said, at the beginning of the article, you can't just do this overnight. It's like a practice thing. And I'm like, I'm not there, obviously. Uh, so trying to figure it out, but these are really good tips on how we could do this. Uh, yeah. You want to, you want to, yeah, that was, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, you want to, I found out the hard way you want to make, you want to make somebody even more mad, piss somebody even off worse. 
call them crazy, you know, <laughs> like that. Or say whatever that I feel like crazy, right? Really fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that yeah, that's 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 gonna escalate a conversation really, really quick. You yeah. know, not really helpful at all. No, um, no, that conversation yeah. is not gonna go in that productive direction for either of you. At that yeah. Oh man. Uh, then the article goes on to talk about how you can address scenarios based on age. Uh, I think that's something that's important, like you mentioned with your little one. Uh, as we get older, the complexity sets in, right? It's similar to some extent, but there's definitely layers of complexity in dealing with children, teens, and adults. And so there's some conversation around how you can validate teens. Uh, I don't have a teen. Someday, hopefully, I'll get there. You know, my little one gets to teenage years, uh, but you know, the, the article goes on to talk about some things that I think can relate to pretty much anyone where it's like, as a parent, you have the urge to just, um, you know, kind of lean in and just feel like your, your, your teens are complaining or whatever the problems are. Uh, one of the examples they gave was like one of the teens felt like uh, they were stuck with their teacher that they don't like, or the teachers were overly harsh. And then parents can either dismiss that by saying, oh, the teacher isn't that bad. I'm sure they mean well trying to defend the adult in the scenario. Um, and it's really one of those things where it's like, just to shift it back to kind of things we talked about earlier, some better things to say, or it's like, I hear you that you don't feel respected. Uh, it's so hard to feel helpless. It's difficult to feel your teacher has control over how well you do in class, just to acknowledge them, um, you know, while they're going through that scenario versus like trying to either defend the adult in the scenario or dismiss the teen's feelings. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, and, and, and adding, adding to that, right, or, or or trying to come to the rescue of your team, right? Oh, so, oh, so you don't like your teacher. Oh, go, well, let's go. Let's go talk to them. And we, you know, we're going to get this. Sort of <laughs> you know, that's a part of it, too. You want to jump in. You want to you want to help your kid. You don't want to see your child struggle. Right. But 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 part of that, you know, uh, that nuance, like you said, of 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 uh, of of children getting a little bit older um, is helping them navigate their own difficult, you know, situations and giving them the tools, right, to problem solve and, 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 and to be mindful, right, and, and to work through difficult and challenging situations. So I really like um, the, the questions that you, that you shared um, around, you know, really just listening and hearing them first and foremost, but also just validating how they feel, right, and giving them space to kind of think about how they might want to address the situation moving forward before I just jump in and say, well, you need to do this, 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 and this, because I'm quick, I'm quick, to, I, you know, I know I'll be quick to do that. This is really, really helpful. I'm going to store this in my brain for when my little one gets a little yeah. bit, little, a little it's, bit older, because I think, uh, yeah, it's really yeah. important. Big man, it's a lot of like, practice, and just keep it in mind as we go through these things. Um, the last point of the article is kind of dealing with the scenario that we all deal with as listeners and, and us on the call is how you can validate adults. And I think it's something that we deal with on a daily basis, whether it's with partners, spouses, friends, coworkers, whatever the scenario may be. And the author argues that you can make a very similar approach uh, because ultimately it's an emotional state, uh, regardless of how complex the situation is, it's still about taking the time and then using those tactics that we described earlier. So paying attention to the person, giving them your full attention, checking out their body language during these moments, you know, like, are they escalating? They're getting more tense. Are they like really like, you know, getting, getting fired up. 
and then wait until they start to calm down before you have that discussion. So you can say things like, yeah, I can see this is really bothering you. This issue is really important. Um, you want me to pay attention to what you're saying. And then once they're calming down, maybe they're breathing slower, they're starting to gesture a little bit more slowly, then maybe try to shift the conversation a bit. Uh, the author encourages people to count to 10 in their heads uh, because we still tend to jump the gun once the person finishes and not wait for that validation to sink in. Um, it's one tactic that we can use to just say, hey, look, we're going to give this person the space and time. And then after they've said their point and you kind of give them a little bit of a chance to breathe, uh, you know, then start trying to discuss the situation and solution. So I thought that was a kind of a good tactic to, to wrap things up there. Yeah, yeah, I think it's brilliant. Just a simple, actionable uh, little tip. Just, hey, you know, validate and count to 10, right? Because it mm -hmm. just seems way faster when you're in the heat of the moment, you know, um, you know, rather than like you mentioned, just kind of taking a step back and just letting it sink in and how, how, how that can really shift the energy um, in, in the conversation. And bring everybody back to a to a better place, hopefully. Um, so I thought it was a great, great article. Thanks for yeah, for yeah great article today. Um, hopefully you all found some value out of this one. I think for us it's a constant practice, something to think about in every situation that we go through because we're gonna have a lot of emotionally charged moments and nobody's perfect. Um, but you know, like we say at the beginning of the show, we're just trying to get a little bit better each day. Uh, so with that, thanks again for listening. Hope you all have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you again soon on another episode of Wellness for Real People. Take care, everybody. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to Wellness for Real People. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please share it with them. Sharing is caring. So we just want to thank you for being a part of our community. We got many more episodes to come. And if you have any questions or want to learn more about Can Do Tea, visit us on our website at candotea.com.